You are listening to the Vita Foods Insights podcast. Join us as we explore the key issues and emerging trends affecting the global health and nutrition industry, helping businesses make informed decisions and drive change. Hello and welcome to the Vita Foods Insights podcast. I'm Charlotte Bastianza, joined today by Chris Speed, who is the Senior Vice President of Global Sales and Marketing at Nato Pharma. Thanks for joining me today, Chris. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, we're talking today about vitamin K2 and its positioning within the greater nutraceutical market. Um, Chris, so some may not know that vitamin K is actually a family of vitamins. Can you tell me a bit more about the family and what the main differences are between K1 and K2? Yeah, so so too many people assume that K2 does the same thing as K1. Um, the vitamin uh, K food groups um, relate to two family of compounds in the body. One are called the phylloquinones. These are the K1. These work in your liver only, and they do a very important thing to support coagulation of your blood. Vitamin K2 does that and more, and it works extra hepatically, so out of your liver. And what it does is mostly um, support blood coagulation, but the additional benefit is it manages where calcium is metabolized in the body. Uh, we have this tendency as we typically age to start developing atherosclerosis, which is the leading form of cardiovascular disease in, in, in most societies. One of the unique elements of that is it starts with overcalcification of the arterial walls. And K2 has been increasingly suggested as a nutrient that can not only stop that from occurring, but actually potentially reverse it. And in, in uh, postmenopausal um, women, uh, certain trials have been shown to actually indeed achieve that outcome. So it's a, re- it's a very exciting uh, family of nutrients. And K2 certainly appears to be the poster child to what the vitamin K can actually do for our health from both a bone and cardiovascular benefit standpoint. I think it's so interesting to to understand the functions of of K1 and K2 and their individual support. Nato Pharma, um, are, you know, are considered as leaders in K2. What do you makes vitamin K2 such a standout nutrient? Well, we were the pioneer company that first brought vitamin K2 to the masses in terms of um, allowing companies to purchase our ingredient. Uh, we um, are the only vitamin K2 provider and manufacturer that actually brings the product to market that's actually been shown in 19 plus human clinically validated models and trials to show the benefits that we know vitamin K2 can provide. So from a safety standpoint, that it's safe to take, let alone what are the potentially positive health benefits, the only one brand of vitamin K2 on the market that's actually been shown in all of the clinically used research is the Mena Q7 vitamin K2, which is the formulation manufactured by Natafarma. And so we obviously have a lot of interest. This is our passion to arrest people of heart disease concerns and problems to support bone health. Um, as we age, these, these two outcomes are an immense reality. And through nutrition, uh, we believe very fondly, and especially through vitamin K2 in the Mena Q7 vitamin K2 form, we believe you can get the most optimal benefit outcomes. So, Chris, with its health benefits for calcium and bone and cardiovascular support in mind, which population groups do you see benefiting most from K2? Do you see it being quite applicable to a range of age groups, including you know, the elderly as well as children? 
Great question, smart question. And the reality with most chronic diseases in our age is what you did in your formative years as children is extremely important. And vitamin K2 is definitely no exception. When you're consuming vitamin K2 as a toddler, as a baby, if you're getting it in your diet, or let alone in a supplemental form, you are much less prone to bone fractures. We know this when, when we look at epidemiological research. When you start to age, then we start to worry about osteoporosis and atherosclerosis. And there is no reason why we should assume that age is synonymous with atherosclerosis, hard, hardening and, and blockage of arteries, and uh, osteoporosis, which is weakening of your bones. We believe firmly that it's as much about your nutrition and providing ample amounts of vitamin K2, especially in the only clinically proven form, MediQ7 vitamin K2 from Netapharma, you're gonna get that outcome. And that's what we're all about is delivering on the promise of what vitamin K2 can do in your body. Very Chris, and I'd be quite interested to hear from you why you think formulators and brands would be interested to include K2 in their products. I know your your um, your product is MediQ7 K2. And I'd also like to hear what where you're seeing a lot of success in terms of delivery format. Are these supplements still being given in pill and tableting form? We know consumers are moving away from that. Um, are you seeing K2 adapted in gummies or liquids or anything like that? We certainly do. We have a lot of interest from key players in the gummy, emulsified type um, industries because we know people want to taste things that, that are good, that are more like a fortified beverage, more like a fortified product than a supplement per se. So we definitely get a lot of interest. It still remains that bone health is the main suggestion as to why you'd want to take vitamin K2. But we believe that the compelling research that we've already laid out for the entire global marketplace, and this is something that we we, we very proudly present only as the only organization doing it, it's gonna to start to mount even greater evidence around the cardiovascular outcomes. So more and more companies are now talking about arterial health, cardiovascular integrity, why a poor metabolism of, of calcium results in these disastrous health outcomes. And so we really are very, very proud to be providing that nutrient. And we believe that with, with the increased interest from formulators who wanna be cutting edge, the, com the companies that are purchasing our ingredient now are those early adopters. They are the smartest brands mm. because they're jumping mm. on the opportunity because they're seeing that the science isn't just marketing hype. It's not just me saying, hey, listen, I sell vitamin K2, I'm manipulating the science to benefit. It is inevitably the outcome that if you take the only proven vitamin K2, you're increasing your chances of getting the outcome you're after. And not many women nor men would want to have improved um, uh, bone benefits as they age. Most people would. Um, hip fractures cost our society millions of dollars. And then you talk about the number one cause of death, heart disease. Well, most of us would be doing everything we can, we hope, to eat certain nutrients, eat whole food structures that actually support our cardiovascular outcomes. So we do have a lot of interest from um, those early adopters in the formulation space for the natural ingredient area. And we're looking forward to actually getting into food and beverages because that's really where the masses can benefit from the, the, the benefit of vitamin K2 as opposed to vitamin K1.
I think the bone and joint health and the greater healthy aging markets are really performing so strongly at the moment. And great to hear from you that you see um, K2 moving into the food space. Where um, where is the vitamin K2 category heading in the future, in your opinion? And what do you where do you think the commercial opportunity is going to lie for businesses that are really interested in introducing more K2 to their brands? As a dietitian, nutritional scientist who's obsessed about nutrition and health outcomes, I do not know of an ingredient, maybe next to omega-3s, that has been shown um, to drive such positive health outcomes. And it's the it's the, that research, it's the understanding of exactly what vitamin K does as a category. I want to stand next to my competitors saying that we're selling a nutrient that really compels people to better outcomes. We are the only validated vitamin K2 in the entire global marketplace to say that. But I would be remiss if I was not to acknowledge that we, we as an industry need to start supporting a recommended daily intake of vitamin K2. We need governments, we need dietary guidelines globally to start acknowledging that vitamin K2 is a part of the vitamin K family, but provides additional benefits that would have massive impacts from a public health standpoint. And it's us as an organization, as a category with our competitors working shoulder to shoulder with public policyholders, healthcare policyholders, and, and people that manipulate and, and, and force what our, our dietary guidelines are to say the correct thing about vitamin K2. And as that improves, education and awareness, and then people will start to see where is my vitamin K2 in my beverage? Where is vitamin K2 in my food? Because none of us are really getting enough vitamin K2 because it's found in foods that are quite simply not in the palate of most Western diets. Something I'd be interested to ask you about is where you see the role of government health bodies intervening with not just K2, but dietary supplements in general. Do you think there's more of a need for um, governmental bodies to become a bit more involved in regulating you know, our dietary supplement intake? My engagement with, with most government groups, FDA, etc., is they're actually very open. And it's quite simply yeah. the red tape that's associated with getting approvals and the ability to talk strongly and powerfully about what a dietary um, plan might result in, let alone a nutrient. So I, I'm actually very positive and I, and I view the, the, the European and US governments in particular as being very open as long as you have the evidence. And Netafarm from day one has said, if we don't drive the greatest level of evidence about why Minic U7 vitamin K2 is the efficacious vitamin K2 on the marketplace, why would any government groups take us seriously? So we take this very, 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 we, we're very concerned about the lack of uh, dietary recognition around vitamin K2. We wanna make sure that there's more and more engagement. Uh, we are in the plans to develop um, um, associations that, that combine us with our, uh, our our respected colleagues and our competitors so that we can really drive an argument as to why vitamin K2 is the only ingredient shown, nutraceutical, even pharmaceutical, to do what it does in that it supports cardiovascular health and bone health by managing how the, bo the body properly utilizes calcium. This is a incredibly important outcome that the masses need to be aware of.
and as a result, those formulators that are, um, uh, are very progressive are understanding it, and it's driving public health awareness for sure. Such an exciting time for K2 because, as you mentioned, the science is there, the benefits are known, and I think the market for K2 can only grow as manufacturers and consumer education improves. Um, Chris, thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. Um, Nacho Pharma will be at Vita Foods Asia in September this year, and we really look forward to seeing you there. Thank you so much for having me, and we, and we look forward to seeing you there, and all the best to you.